I'm joined once again with uh, Hannah and Ben, and um, today we're going to be talking about some conspiracy theories. So um, I've heard that, um, Ben, you've got a good one to start with. It's all right, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a big one. It's, it's quite, most people would know what, hap- like what, what it's about and who they are. So JFK, he's quite famous, isn't he? So. Yeah, I'd, I'd say he's a bit famous, yeah, I've heard yeah, of him. Yeah, a few people know him. Uh, do you want me to start then? Yeah, go on. So he's the president. He was the president of America, yeah. Yes, he was assassinated on November the 22nd, 1963 by yeah. Lee Harvey Oswald. Or was he? Oh. We're going to oh. find out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, in 1964, the Warren Commission concluded that Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone and that Jack Ruby acted alone two days later when he killed Lee Harvey Oswald. So Jack Ruby was a local club owner in the area and um, but theories suggest otherwise that the assassination wasn't the work of a lone gunman so I'll go into one theory which is about Lyndon B. Johnson do you know who he is? is he like uh, the former president like another president of the United States? he was the vice president at the time of JFK being president and did he did he become the president after JFK? I don't think he did. No, he stayed in his role as vice president. I'm not 100% sure on that. So apparently he had him shot for political gain and power. Yeah. So LBJ was going to be dropped from his role of, as, Bryce, as vice president due to his lacking encouragement from JFK. Um, he encouraged JFK to go to Dallas as well yeah. due to... Um, he knew that basically... Political tension was rising in Dallas around the time of the assassination. And uh, basically, it was a swing state that LBJ wanted to control of, but he got dropped from it. LBJ. Um, LBJ, <laughs> not, not RTJ, not Run the Jewels. Um, so, yeah, he, he, was, he was informed that it wasn't safe, but he chose not to tell him. Right. And uh, over, someone who overheard something in the Senate heard LBJ say, after tomorrow, those Kennedys will never embarrass me again. That's not a threat. That's a promise. So I think it could have it could have definitely been him. And so he wasn't happy. It was that it was Lyndon who did it. It very well could have been. And he, but then something that counteracts that is that he formed the Warren Commission, which is what investigated the assassination. Not not the Warrens that were on the Conjuring too. No, not no, not them, not them. <laughs> but I, it could have been, I think. But I think that's a bit risky for a vice president to do. Yeah. No, I see. I see. Like how it, it was obviously he didn't have the gun and he shot him. He obviously told someone to do that. Yeah, he's obviously set it off. And I stuff. mean, like when you look at the quote though, which he supposedly said. Obviously, there's no proof of him saying it. But when yeah. he said, "After tomorrow, those Kennedys will never embarrass me again," it's like he knew something was going to happen and then yeah he could have still like known about it but then not said anything like he couldn't know about the assassination yeah Yeah. Yeah. also he could have he could have made maybe he was making out there be an embarrassment for him because obviously the the rise in political tension there it could have gone down really badly the visit yeah and there's another theory on it as well which is a bit more interesting than that go on then so, did you know there was 20,000 windows overlooking the route? No. Um, do you want to guess how many of those windows were checked before the uh, the parade was carried out? Oh, probably none. 
Yeah, none of the no windows were checked. Um, as well, it was a notorious. It was a notoriously slow route as well. A lot of turns and stuff. I think every it's like famous because they didn't know like where the bullet came from either. Like because they said the bullet came from the other way, but it goes like I think it goes through the back of his head. But they said it went through the front of his head. But it's funny you should say that. I'm gonna I'm gonna go into that, mate, because the the CIA could have very well killed him. Yeah. Okay, so. So, I've got your paper. Yeah, I've, it's very intricate, mate. It's all <laughs> scattered. So, I think maybe the CIA could have killed JFK. So, months before the assassination, he said that he was going to splinter the CIA into a thousand pieces. And he wanted to take them down. And an ex CIA agent claims that he was ordered to pick up four rifles a few weeks before the killing of JFK, but he wasn't told what they were for. His name hmm. was Robert Morrow. And he all that he was informed was that it was to take down a leader of state, but he wasn't told which leader of state. Um, the C- CIA were also caught destroying documents two weeks before the assassination, so this could have been a plan for it. And the CIA wanted it, apparently, on camera to make an example of JFK for going against them. Was, as was I said, there was 20... There was 20,000 windows with none of them checked, which I think is a bit strange. Surely you'd check that. Yeah. Yeah, do you I know mean, if... if it, um, do you know if JFK was, like, quite a well-liked president, or...? He wasn't, no. He was quite he a, a polarising president. Yeah. Um, surely you'd check one of the windows. If it's the president of the United States going on this route, you would have men check that everything was in order and everything was safe and that no-one was around that could impose a threat on him which obviously they didn't check a single window which is quite suspicious well yeah he's the most famous man in the world you'd, you'd check that mm. surely mm. Um, so lee harvey oswald as well employed could have been employed by the ca as by all accounts he was the perfect full man he had a history of violence he lived in russia for a period of time and he was observed observed by the fbi and he was a sharpshooter as he had history mm. in the military so he could have also, been like a, a Russian spy or something. Yeah, and what I think is strange as well, how the FBI weren't informed of the route, but Lee Harvey Oswald knew the route. So how has he found that out? When no one knew the route the car would take that day. Yeah, exactly. that's interesting. Uh, also in this theory, there could have been up to seven shooters, theorists believe, as um, there's theories that he couldn't have shot a, such a big rifle so quickly. And as well, the trajectory of the bullet as well, it was going down. So it's impossible for him to have shot that from the sixth floor. Yeah. And they found three cartridges, but there were apparently four gunshots. And uh, because JFK was shot in the neck, and then this bullet came out of his neck and shot, what was his name? It doesn't say the name, but it was another government official. It shot the same government official three times, this one bullet. Who was sat in the car in front of JFK. Exactly. And the witness says that they seen that bullet hit the curb below them and a fragment of that bullet was found in the witness's neck. But the same bullet was found unscathed on the stretcher. But this, this same bullet apparently went through JFK's neck, then yeah. hit the guy in front and went through his neck came out his chest, went through his wrist, came out his wrist, went into his leg. So this same bullet 
so one bullet just completely like went through him basically that's what they're saying yeah multiple times so how's that bullet staying intact yeah and as well if it's been seen hitting the curb by an eyewitness obviously it's a like a manic time they're gonna be seeing things but i just don't i'm not buying it that there was one shot i reckon there was more than one and i think as well if lee harvey oswald was supposedly in a sixth floor window shooting from such a distance Mm. it seems like the shot was taken at more of a close range than from the sixth floor window the way it went through his neck came out the other side and then went through the guy in front of him yeah so it's like it was shot closer than from lee harvey oswald it was Connolly, the other official have you heard of that uh, woman as well i think she's called like the uh, babushka lady i don't know if she's called that but it's like some woman in like a polka dot kind of dress was like on the field there or something watching it happen there's like some big conspiracy about her as yeah, well. Yeah, you can see her on the video, can't you? Yeah, yeah. But no one, she's never came forward and said who she is or anything, so no one yeah. knows who this lady is who was present for the assassination. Yeah, surely yeah. you would. Like, yeah. if you were, if you had nothing to hide, you'd come forward and just say what sort of happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a, this is the quote from Connolly, who was the other government official that got shot. He mm. said, There is my absolute knowledge, and Nelly's too, that one bullet caused the president's first wound and a separate shot struck me. So he's saying that that first bullet that hit him in the neck did not hit him, and he's saying it's a second bullet that hit him. Yeah. Which I think is very strange. Someone that was in the car saying that. Who actually got shot yeah. by this bullet. Yeah, so the body by the same bullet that's meant to have gone through him. Yeah, and yeah. there was three empty cartridges found where Oswald was, which just doesn't add up. And also the film went missing for it as well. Didn't um, Lee Harvey Oswald get assassinated as well? Or? Yeah, he got killed by a local club owner two days later, which is a good yeah. way to keep him quiet. I'd cover say. It up. Yeah. Yes. But then the CIA purposely withheld information as well from the Warren Commission, which why would they withhold information? If withhold they weren't hiding anything, yeah. why hide? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And I do think they wanted to make an example of him because they're sort of saying like if any other presidents ever try to take <laughs> us down because they do control America. Yeah. Like they're like the puppet master above everything. And the government concluded that it was a conspiracy. So why would they do it if there was more to it? Yeah. Yeah, that's all I've got for that. It's, no, yeah. I so think, what do you, do you think that's... Uh, do you believe it or...? I, per, me personally, I believe that the CIA did kill him. 100%. Yeah. Because, as I say, they're the overlords of America and he's threatened to take them apart and they've basically made a mug of him. Yeah. And said, I mean, obviously, there's got to be more to it than just a crazed gunman. Yeah. Because when you actually look at it, the way the bullet supposedly went through his neck from the sixth floor window, then went through him, then went through the guy in front of him, it's, it seems like it was shot at a much closer range, which obviously there would have to have been more than one gunman for that to have happened. And as well, if you think about it, a moving target and the trajectory that it was at as well, that's a big gun that he's got to move and he's got to load the next shot as well. Yeah. And he's got to. There's so many factors that change how he could have got two shots on target in such quick succession. A moving vehicle, I don't, it, it might have been windy as well. Like, and obviously, he... after the first shot was fired, which actually missed the president, the first shot yeah. apparently hit the curb. 
after that first shot was fired, the car would have started to speed up. Yeah, sure. Yeah, they would so have like tried to protect him. Like his bodyguards would have jumped on him, like stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. So he's had yeah. to move the gun even quicker, which doesn't seem possible. So that first shot missed the president and hit the curb. After yeah. that first shot, the driver of the car would have sped up to get away. So the yeah. gunman, obviously Lee Harvey Oswald, would have to have shot even quicker. Yeah. Which probably wasn't possible to get that fatal shot. And surely, if it was a lone, if it was a lone crazed madman. He wouldn't be as intricate with the planning and he wouldn't know the route. Surely he'd just go there with a pistol and run up to the car and just shoot him and like just try and shoot it, like get close yeah. to him and shoot it. He wouldn't think about it that much. Yeah. No, I'm saying I'm saying that one's like um the most believable, like I've heard like of the conspiracy theories. Obviously, like I think that one and the uh, Diana one as well are the two most believable ones I've heard. Oh, definitely. Oh, Diana, yeah. Some of Dodgy's gone on there. Definitely. They're, they're both big cover-ups. Yeah. Completely. Um, what do we think about the vice president being involved Linda. in the JFK assassination? Nah. nah, I don't know if he could. I don't know if he was. No. I, I, reckon, he'd be in, I reckon he'd be in contact with the CIA, though, giving information. I think he, he could have known about it, but I don't think he was, like, conspiring and involved in it. But, like... No, I don't think so. As far as I know, I could be completely... I think he had no desire to be president, so it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah, I just think the quote that he was overheard saying about um, after tomorrow, those Kennedys won't be able to embarrass me again. I think, first of all, there's no proof for that. But obviously, people say things, don't they? It doesn't mean that he's going to be on the assassination. Yeah, Yeah. he could have been meaning anything by that. He could have meant, because obviously he's going to a swing state, he could have been asked some, some very difficult questions that he doesn't have the answer to, yeah. therefore embarrassed. That's it. That's not enough proof to say no. this guy was involved in the assassination. Oh, he also said on the end of that that's not a threat, that's a promise. Yeah. But I just don't, I really don't think that he would have caused that. because No, I don't think so. A lot of people would have had to stay quiet in his circle. And yeah. I think the it's more. There's more likely that the CIA would stay quiet about it. Yeah. So the CIA one is definitely the, the more believable one. Yeah, yeah it's very believable. Yeah. yeah Are we going to rate them? Yeah. Um. I, th- I guess we could rate them out of like out of five on like I'd say I'd give that one a five to be honest. I, I, yeah. in, I think there's like there's fact there's facts there for the CIA to do it. Like I don't see why they couldn't have done it. Yeah, I'd probably I'd probably give it a four, four yeah. out of five. Obviously, it's one of the most believable conspiracy theories that I've yeah. ever looked into yeah. and that I've ever heard about. So as well, it's funny how no president since JFK has ever mentioned anything about the CIA or wanting to take the CIA down. Yeah. So therefore, because they know what happened. Yeah, they know what would happen yeah. to them. So what what are you giving your own one out of five? Five, solid five. I'd Three give five. it more than five if I could. Yeah, I feel, I feel, no, I feel quite strong that that is true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, can, I can go on to my one now. Okay. So have you um, seen um, that Netflix documentary that's been going around? I think it's uh, called The uh, the uh, Cecil Hotel. We've started watching it. We've watched one episode of it. Um, it is actually really good and really interesting. Yeah. So I'm excited to hear um, what theories you've got on it. Yeah, so I actually watched like the whole thing yesterday and uh, I got to the third episode and it took quite a weird turn. Like, I'll start from like, if you don't know about Elisa Lam. So basically, um, she was from Canada and she was bipolar 
and she sort of wanted to go on holiday like on her own to try and like prove herself like to 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 prove to her parents that she could like like go on holiday on her own so she went to LA she went to a hotel called uh, the Cecil Hotel and basically it's quite like a famous hotel for like murders like loads of homeless people live there like I think um, that Night Stalker guy, Richard Ramirez, went there and lived there. So it's quite like a rough hotel, like a, like a really rough hotel. So she, um, I think it's her last day, her last day there. She gets in the elevator. She starts acting like really weird in the elevator. Like It's like she's having some sort of manic episode. And then I think it's like um, two weeks later, she's found in the water tank. So um, why it's weird is... Um, there's a lot of similarities between Elisa Lam and the movie Dark Water. So uh, the movie was originally produced in Japan 10 years ago um, and it was remade in 2005 uh, for a US audience. So it's a horror movie about a mother and a daughter who move into a rundown building with a bad reputation, which is similar to the uh, Cecil Hotel. And also what's quite strange is um, in the movie, the girl is wearing like, very similar clothing to um, what Elisa Lam was wearing, like pretty much identical what she's wearing. Um, and they're both in a lift, like they're, they're both in a lift when they're wearing the same clothing. Um, there's a scene as well where um, they turn on the taps and like loads of discolored waters coming out of the taps, which is obviously like how she was discovered. Like the, some of the people that were on holiday there, like you see, you see that British couple in the documentary um, and yeah. they were staying there and um, they actually drank her, her water like as she was yeah. laying in the tank, which is quite horrific. Like It's disgusting. Yeah, I but don't no, know. I've actually, I've actually seen the film Dark Water yeah. Yeah. and it's a horrible film. Like, yeah. it's so horrible. I remember the bits where they turn on the tap and the water's like black. Have like, you watched, out um, did you watch the, the Japanese version or the US version? I don't know. I watched it so long ago. Like, I was really yeah. young when I watched it. So, yeah. I, don't, I mean, it was probably the American I'd version, imagine I'd imagine. Yeah. Um, but I, it was just a horrible, horrible film. So, obviously, you know it ends in um, the little girl. Um, she's on the roof and she crawls in the water tank and drowns in the she's water in tank. The water tank, yeah. So, basically, the plot is exactly what happened to um, Elisa Lam. So, like, it's exactly the same. And so people have theorised, like, it's some kind of, like, copycat killer, like, um, trying to reenact the movie as well. So also, which is, this is, like, the weirdest coincidence out of all of them. So days after um, her body was discovered, you know, like, all the residents in the hotel were drinking her water, like, her, the water with her dead body in. Um, a new strain of TB was contracted, like, the whole street, like, got a new strain of TB with, like, tuberculosis. Um uh, on Skid Row, which is where all the homeless people live. So all the homeless people got TB. And uh, the craziest thing is the test that you give someone um, to see if they've got TB is called uh, Lamalisa. So the test... Oh, my God. Yeah. So oh, it's, that's her name. it's her name is switched around. Yeah, and it's spelled exactly the same. Spelled that exactly is really creepy. And obviously the test for TB was like developed like way before. Like They didn't just do it. Yeah. And yeah. um, so people have said it could be like um, the Chinese government, like she could be like working for the Chinese government to like create a new strain of TB and give it to American people. Like, um, oh, yeah. Another crazy thing is um, the university she goes to 
uh, well she went to um, oh, yeah. she's not turning up now for lectures is she <laughs> I hope not um, but yeah the university she attended to was one of the biggest TV research centres in like the world that is so strange and obviously another the final weird thing is um, the book store that she went to this was like one of the last things she ever did before she um, died um, she went to a bookstore called The Last Bookstore, which is weird that it's called that. I said that. When yeah, we were watching it, you yeah. did. But um, when you look up their um, address on uh, Google, I think you look up for their like um, their zip code for like a mailing address. I think it's like a P.O. box. It comes up with the exact coordinates of the cemetery where like she's buried now. That's mental. Which is insane. This is like, really strange. I, I was I I was it was actually terrifying like to watch like yeah, yeah. Well, we need to finish it we but... do I mean I've always known about the Elisa Lam thing since it yeah. happened but when you actually hear like when I hear you saying all the little things yeah that sort of coincide with it it does make it sound too much of like a coincidence and it yeah. does sound really strange it's well, obviously the, the Lam Elisa thing is crazy like that's, that's yeah mental. that's so weird. But don't you think she could have perhaps just been having a bipolar episode? Yeah, yeah, they go on to like, yeah, yeah, they go on to explain that. But then there's also this big thing like she got in the water tank. I won't spoil the ending, but like she got in the water tank. Um, and how could she like put the lid over the water tank? Like, cause yeah. it, was, it was like twenty pounds or something. And like when you're in there, there's quite a distance between the surface of the water and the top of the tank. Didn't they say when they were investigating it that the opening of the water tank wasn't big enough for her to climb in there on her own? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And they were saying I'm like sure they were saying like if she she'd have to climb up the stairs, like the, the ladder above the thingy, above the building. So but no, it's I think mental. it's crazy that one. Yeah, it's very strange. It doesn't make felt, any sense. Yeah. I definitely felt uneasy when I was getting in the lift to like go to Tesco yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking about it yeah that lift video is so strange though like is what like is she doing, doing? Like, she's doing weird stuff with her hands like she's looking around to see like who's following her but I guess like uh, the psychologist uh, said that like it is in line with like a manic episode so that does kind of add up but it does look like she's being followed as well it looked yeah. like she was doing a ritual yeah, it did look like she was like summoning or speaking to like the dead or something. I mean, I've seen um, I've seen something somewhere where someone said apparently it looked like she was playing the elevator game, which yeah. I don't actually know what it is, but I think it's basically where you have to get into the lift and you press certain buttons in certain oh, order, right. and you're supposed to end up on some unknown floor that doesn't exist. Yeah, but they um, work whatever out. it is. They worked out someone like some like YouTube weirdo like went to to the crime scene and like was like doing looking at the elevator and stuff and they worked out that the buttons she pressed like you know why the lift door was you know the lift door wasn't moving like at all like because she pressed the hold door button and it held the door for two minutes or something like that. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. So that explains that. But there's also a bit like if you watch the timestamps like in the bottom left corner. Like the time keeps jumping around, like so it's like someone's edited like a full minute out of it, and they don't know whether that was like the police or like the hotel owners like 
it would probably be more likely that it was the hotel owners that did that. But like, why why is there a, mi- a minute that is like unaccounted for? Yeah, surely someone in the hotel has got to be involved somehow. Yeah. Like, did you see that. the owner? Like, she gives me like weird vibes. Like, um, the hotel owner woman. Yeah, yeah there's got to be someone out there that knows something more than they're letting on. Of course, I think she definitely knows more than she's letting on. Yeah. Oh, I think so as well. There was another theory as well um, about this like death metal guy that was staying at the hotel the same time as her. And I think it was like two days after she died, um, he released a music video, which was called The Cecil Hotel. And he's like chasing chasing a woman, like trying to kill this woman. And then uh, before that, he's released a song like called, um, I don't know, it's called like China Girl or something. And she's obviously Chinese as well. And um, it's just crazy. Like he's like talking about murders and like killing her and like talking about drowning Chinese girl as well. So, and he was there at the time she went. Oh well, yeah, that's what they think he was there at the time. Yeah, because he's got a video on his YouTube. Like oh, I'm staying at the Cecil Hotel. That's crazy. That's really strange. I mean, surely that's all you need to think maybe this guy. Yeah. Is, does have so much to do with it. Surely the police should investigate a bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, like the FBI was all over it and stuff, but they like, they've like cleared him. But they didn't find anything. No, nah, no, nah, they've cleared him. See, see what, struck me, what, struck, what struck us watching it, though, we, you know, they say how like it's in the middle of Skid Row and it's like got the highest homeless population, hmm. but for any city, surely a young woman staying there, you'd get there and look around and sort of think, yeah, I'm probably going to stay somewhere else. Not the best place. Yeah, yeah, not the best place. And and the thing is, it's not like she is. Um, her first language was um was English. You know what I mean? Like she's she's like second generation from China. Like her first, she wouldn't be like in a foreign country like that. It wouldn't be like that. She could just like move somewhere else. Exactly. Yeah. But apparently, she was acting really weird to the people in her room. Like, the I think it was the night before she um she died. She's putting notes on people's beds, like saying, get out, leave, like get out while you can, stuff like that. Oh my God. Then, then she walked into the reception um, to the hotel owner and she was like, I'm crazy, I'm crazy, but so is everyone else here, like that. But then you think like the hotel owner like must have some sort of like duty of care there, like to be like, what are you doing? Like get her some yeah, help. Yeah, because something's obviously wrong, isn't it? Yeah, like, and but she was just like, like oh, it's another day, another day in the Cecil Hotel. Yeah, like she made it out to be dead normal, didn't she? Like it being like this mental place. Yeah, when she said, "Oh, we have the police called, however many times yeah. a day," and, like it was normal. And she I think was something like eighty bodies. What well, do you say? Sure, like, she was there for ten years at the seaside. Mm. Like surely yeah. you'd think like, oh, I've, like after like say your first week, if it's kicking off every like every few hours, you yeah. think I've, I've had it. Here. I can't do it. <laughs> Transferring, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you would yeah. put up with it, would you? You get a job at Premier Inn. So obviously the, um, the conspiracy theory is um, that either there's basically two. So either so a murderer was reenacting the plot of the Dark Waters. Uh, so what do we think about that one? Yeah, I think, I think that could be very believable. I yeah. mean, the fact that the film came out years before Elisa Lam went missing. Yeah. And for them to be so similar, even down to the way in which they went to check the water tank because 
there were people complaining about the water. That's yeah. exactly what happened in the film. That's exactly what happened with the Elisa Lam case. I think there's so many similarities in it for it to be just a coincidence. So I think maybe somebody could have taken inspiration from the film yeah. when it comes to the death of Elisa Lam. Yeah, yeah I, I'd say, well, there's a, obviously she's having a bipolar episode. There's that. And I think, I think that is very plausible because say if she found like, it's obviously surrounded by mental people that want to do yeah. mental things. It's definitely so I, proven, I, like, that she was having a bipolar episode. Like, they go on to say that it's, like, proven that she was having one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and there's probably people there that are easily persuaded and are up for doing yeah. bad things. So, yeah, and I, I mean, think, that probably put her in a vulnerable situation exactly. as well. Yeah. I think that's very so, plausible. Yeah. Yeah. And they I could just have think easily killed her. Because she was having, like, a manic episode, they could have just been, like, follow me, like, go up to the roof, like, jump in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, I, think, I think that's very believable. I just think it's strange how they can't find any information on what could have possibly happened and who went up there with her or anything like that. Why has no cameras caught yeah. anything after the lift video that obviously yeah. we've all seen? And why have they got no cameras on the roof? Yeah. Surely you would have cameras there. Yeah. I think that's strange, unless someone in the hotel has something to do with it in which the cameras have been switched off or the footage has been erased, or something like yes. that. Yeah. So, what would you what you give the um, the movie one out of five? I'll give it three and a half. Yeah. Yeah, that's I think I'd awesome. give it a three. Yeah. Yeah, I'd give it a three. I think yeah, that's plausible. I'd say. Yeah. So, so then we'll go over to um, so the Chinese government using her as some sort of biological weapon. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds funny when you say that, but like they they're saying they. They basically killed her, put her in the tank, and so everyone could get tuberculosis. I feel like there's another way they could have done it. They could have contaminated yeah. the water a different method rather than yeah. this one girl being put in the water tank. True. But, yeah. Or maybe I'd she was meant to put some in the water and fell in. Maybe. Yeah, maybe that. Maybe she was meant to put something in the water and she fell in oh, the tank. Oh, yeah. Yeah, true. But then surely they would have found like a bile or something. Like I don't know how she's spreading the tuberculosis. Like, is she not like patient zero or something? Like, does she not have to die <laughs> to happen? Yeah, that's and it's mental how the uni that she went to as well was specialists. Yeah, for yeah. and when yeah. you say about the name as well, the Lamalisa, yeah, and her that, name is the Lam. Like that's really suspicious. Mm. Like, how would you explain that? That's really weird. So I don't know. I'd probably, with that one, I'd probably rate it a two. Yeah, I get it. The movie one is more likely. The movie one's more likely. I don't think the TV one is super likely. Yeah. But then the one thing that's sort of swaying me a little bit more is the name and the fact that she went to university. But that is too much of an insane coincidence, like. It's it's really crazy, yeah. I like the TV one. I quite like that. I think that's yeah. that could have happened because they are limitless with stuff like this. That like they are yeah. like they see people as product, but not products. They see people as disposable and stuff. And she yeah. she could have just had like a strain and done it like because it was confirmed that they the whole row did have a new like strain of TB, but they didn't know where they got it from. So it would make sense that from drinking the water they could get it. 
Mm, obviously, yeah. it could be. It might have been an accident. Like she might not have known she had it or something. Mm. Yeah, I just hate not knowing. Like yeah. I hate how they've yeah. not solved what happened to her and the fact that nobody knows. I just, I really want to know what happened, and I hate like, not knowing. Yeah, I just want to know. Mm. Yeah, I hate. I just wish they were able to solve it so we yeah. could actually know what happened to her. If you two had the choice of finding out what happened to her or Madeline McCann, which one would you pick? Uh, I think I think I'd pick Madeline McCann still. I think you'd have to. I'd have it. to go Madeline McCann. Would you? I, that, that's that's so the solid. biggest. You could sell it to the news. That's yeah. the biggest missing person, like mystery of all time. But I think this one's more of a mystery. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, but this one's way more of a mystery. I think this one's more fun. Like, not like fun, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. No disrespect, but I mean it like putting the pieces together. Like it's easier to do it than your mind can run more wild than the Madeline yeah. McCann. Definitely, I think the fact with this one, obviously, if Elisa Lam was just a missing person, it'd be the exact yeah. same as any other missing person case. But I just think the fact, the fact that up, like, no, yeah, exactly. exactly, just the fact that she was found in the water tank. No one knows how she got there or what happened to her. Plus. The really creepy lift video. Yeah, the footage tops off. That's what makes people question sort of what happened to her. And yeah. that's what makes it more intricate and interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd, I'd rate that one, uh, the TB one a two. Yeah, yeah I'd give the TB one a 1.5, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd give it a two, yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd say both theories are quite plausible. Yeah. Definitely. They're just they're more think, interesting than believable, you know what I mean? Yeah. The film one, definitely, I think. I think that's got a lot of weight. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah, so should so, we yeah. go on to uh, your one? Yeah, so for my theories, I've gone for everyone's seen the film. I've gone for the sinking of the Titanic. Yeah. So I've got um, three theories, and then I've just got a little something that I found at the end which I thought was quite interesting that I decided to put in here okay, so, can I just add before before you start um, do you remember um, when that fake Titanic 2 trailer came out <laughs> yeah. and, and we showed it we showed it to my mum like so this Titanic trailer um, came out it's basically like Jack comes back the ship comes back but they're all ghosts it was just it was just the worst thing ever the most fake thing like Jack as Leonardo DiCaprio was in an iceberg and they <laughs> cracked him out the iceberg. Who made it? And he came back to life. I so the know. thing was, Leonardo DiCaprio was aging rapidly through all of it because it's just used from all his different movies. Like he was just oh aging. They, they cut clips from every Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> film. But we showed it to Morgan's mom yeah. and she said, oh, we'll have to go to the cinema oh to see my that. Oh God. <laughs> It was just so obvious. Yeah. So fake. But yeah, Titanic 2, it's not going to be a thing. Watch the trailer. If you go on YouTube, it'll be on there. It's just the the most fake thing I've ever seen. So funny. Um, So I'll get into it. Yeah. Obviously, as we all know, the Titanic struck an iceberg on the 14th of April, 1912 and sank into the icy waters of the North Atlantic, killing 1,517 of the 2,223 passengers and crew on board. So the first theory that I've got is that the Titanic didn't actually sink. The ship that sank 
wasn't the Titanic. It was actually the Titanic sister ship, the Olympic. Yeah. So the story goes that um, the Titanic was switched with its sister ship, the Olympic, and it was sank in order to claim um, insurance from it. So it was a bit of insurance fraud going on. So the Olympic was damaged in 1911 after colliding with another ship. However, the insurance wouldn't pay out and wouldn't cover for the damage on the ship. Yeah. So they came up with the theory to switch the Titanic with the Olympic and sink it in order to claim off the insurance. Um, obviously killing many people in the process as there weren't enough lifeboats on board. So the theory backed up is that the only difference between the two ships were the portholes. So the Titanic had 14 portholes in a row while being built. However, on the day of its maiden voyage, it was reported having 16 portholes in replace of where the 14 portholes should have been. Um, there's actually a picture on Google that you can find. It's got a picture of the Titanic wreck at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Then there's a picture of the Titanic ship in the dry dock being built and a picture of the Olympic and the picture of the wreck at the bottom of the ocean and the Titanic don't match up. The portholes match up with the portholes on the Olympic. Wow. Um, also, there's a picture of the wreck at the bottom of the ocean yeah. um, where you can see the back of the ship and you can see the letters M and P. Oh. Obviously, spelling out the word Olympic. There's not an M or a yeah. P in Titanic. Exactly. So where Titanic would have been stamped on the ship, you can actually see on an image that was taken the letter M and P for Olympic. Wow, and that... as well, um, a lot of the footage used in documentaries is actually footage from the Olympic, not the Titanic. Exactly. Yeah, like you say, they were... There was that um, documentary where they went down and like recovered all like some of the stuff, didn't they? Yeah. Well, they actually were identical sister ships. Like I say, apart from the portholes on the ship, everything else was identical. Um, apparently, they recarpeted the whole ship before sending it out on its maiden voyage. They also repainted it to make yeah. it look like the Titanic. Um, passengers reported on the day of its maiden voyage that the ship was listing to one side which mm -hmm. was caused by the damage that the Olympic would have sustained when it collided with um, HMS Hawk. A Navy boat. A Navy boat. Um, so HMS Hawk caused damage to, um, I think it was the hull of the ship, yeah. and which caused it to list to the side. Passengers on the Titanic reported the Titanic that they were on was listing to the side on the day of its voyage. Mm -hmm. Um, also, there are pictures of the Titanic on the day of its maiden voyage, which showed damage where the HMS Hawk would have collided with the Olympic. But why would there be damage on a ship that's only just come out of the dry docks to go on its maiden voyage? Yeah, it doesn't really add up. Like, so yeah. um, does it say to anything like where where would the Titanic be now? Like, have they stored it somewhere, or they've just like destroyed it? Well, the Titanic, which obviously was switched apparently with the Olympic, actually went on to um, carry on as a ship um, throughout the war and things like that. So it did carry on, I think, up until the 1930s it was. It was actually in full use as a ship. It was 1939, wasn't it? I think so, oh, yeah. Wow. It was around the wartime. I think we um, sort of rebranded it, like changed it up a bit. Yeah. So you, yeah. Well, there are a few holes in the theory. 
um, because they switched the two ships, not only would they have to disguise the two ships as each other, they also would have to have switched everything on the ship. Yeah. Literally things down to the crockery and cutlery was all stamped with Titanic and Olympic. Yeah. And obviously with that, that's a lot of things to have to switch without leaving something behind. Think yeah. of how many knives and forks, how many plates and things like that they would have had to swap over. That's a lot of stuff to go through. But for the insurance payout they'd get, it's a small expense, really. Yeah. yeah. Like if you're going to do it, you'd do it right and you'd make sure everything mm. was there. 100%. Yeah. The but then you've crime. got to think the amount of people who would have to have been involved, the fact that no one came out and said, this is what happened. Yeah. How did they keep everyone quiet? That's a lot of people to keep a secret for Starship yeah. Enterprise. So, yeah, that's the first theory that I've got about the Titanic being switched. Um, the second theory that I've got, it's pretty similar to the first one. Um, however, it was all done by one man. Yeah. So. Okay. The Titanic was sunk on purpose, however, this time not for an insurance scam. The Titanic, um, as we all know, had some of the richest people in the world travelling aboard, including um, American businessmen, John Jacob Astor, Benjamin Guggenheim and Isidore Strauss, who you might know as the owner of Macy's Department Store in New York. Um, These three men, who were American millionaires, they were opposed to the creation of the Federal Reserve Bank. Now, J.P. Morgan, you might have heard of him. He was an American um, financier and banker who dominated Wall Street in the early 1900s. He is head of the, or he was head of the banking firm, J.P. Morgan & Co., which I believe is still going in America now. Um, So the theory goes that he was responsible for the sinking of the ship as the rich and powerful man that he was, killing three of his opposed in the sinking to make way for himself. So the theory is backed up by the fact that JP Morgan actually held a first-class ticket for the maiden voyage of the Titanic, and he was supposed to be travelling on it when it hit the iceberg on that fateful night. However, he pulled out at the last minute and extended his stay in Europe for unknown reasons. What a rotten bit of luck. So how, yeah, how suspicious is that? He basically cancelled the trip for no reason. Plus, these first-class tickets for the Titanic cost hundreds of thousands of dollars in today's money. Really? If he'd have been That's on a that, lot of money. If he was on that ship, it would have never have sunk. Do you reckon? I'm just what, saying, have you heard that... Um, it's like 9-11, isn't it, when Mark Wahlberg um, was supposed to be on the plane? Yes. Yeah. But he said um, if he was on the plane, it ne- uh, never would have crashed. You never know. Um, there are a few holes in the theory. That being, would this man really get away with killing all those innocent passengers aboard just to get rid of three of his rivals to make way for himself? Yeah, but if you think about how much money he's making... He's the most, like, the most powerful people in like New York, maybe the world. Like, yeah, yeah. He was one of the richest men in the world, along with the three other people who perished on board the ship. So he was untouchable, really. Yeah, like Prince Andrew. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think that one's strange because he had a ticket for the ship, 
and the day of the voyage he just decided not to go even though he'd spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on this ticket he decided to extend his stay in Europe for no reason well it's like a first class flight with like Etihad Airlines or something you know where you get like the shower and stuff and I mean like 100,000 then is like millions now isn't it like yeah yeah well it was thousands then yeah okay it's hundreds of thousands now yeah I think it would have cost like $300,000 for the suite that he had yeah even now is crazy yeah you wouldn't call it off no for no reason exactly plus the Titanic was such a luxury liner with such grandeur that everyone wanted to be on that maiden voyage why would you miss out on it unless you knew that something bad was going to happen. So, but how, uh, how could third... he have made made it happen though? Like, yeah, did he just tell the captain to just drive into the iceberg? The captain, <laughs> the captain didn't know, um, which is obviously why the captain went down with the ship. It was actually um, the shipyard yeah. who knew about it, not the captain. Yeah. I think the captain's so none of the a weirdo. Crew... Like, he just is a bit of a weirdo, isn't he? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it's just a ship. Like he had a choice to get off the ship or go down with the ship. I don't understand that. Like, well, the thing is, if um, if the captain did leave with leave the ship, Coward. as a captain, your role is to go down with the ship until every passenger is off that ship. You've got to stay on that ship. So if he was to leave that ship, he would have been known as a coward for the rest of his life. Yeah, his family would have dead. Shut up, face in the street. Yeah. yeah, it's like um, Bruce Ismay who was um, involved in the building and designing of the ship, yeah. he actually jumped in a lifeboat and was saved. And for the rest of his life, um, the papers and the public basically made his life hell and called him a coward because he didn't go down with the ship like a man nasty, was yeah. supposed to. Yeah, the violin players were playing to the very yeah. last minute as well. Um, couple yeah. in the bed as well, like holding hands in the bed. Oh, really? In the film. In the anyway, film, that- <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. Well, in the film, the couple who were shown really in the bad, bed, yeah. it was actually to represent Isadore and Isa Strauss, the yeah. co-owners of Macy. Uh, That's why James Cameron uh, um, included that in the film. It was to symbolise them. Hmm. So, yeah. yeah, that's that theory anyway. Um, for the third theory, it's a bit of a silly one, um, but I thought I'd include it. Okay. And that is um, that the ship sank due to the curse of an Egyptian mummy. So, the story goes, a passenger on board the Titanic is said to have bought an Egyptian mummy aboard the ship, which is said to have cursed the ship, leading to its sinking. The passenger, William Thomas Stead, is said to have uh, repeated tales of the mummy's famous curse and all the terror it has caused, which were later recounted um, by survivors of the sinking. Some of these tales being... Um, the four men who excavated the mummy in Egypt in the 1890s, yeah. um, they were said to have unearthed this mummy's curse. So what happened to them? They all went on to suffer great misfortune in their lives. The first man, um, the day after the mummy was excavated, was seen walking out into the desert and he was never seen again. The second man was accidentally shot in the arm Um, meaning he had to have his arm amputated and he was seriously injured. The third man got back to London to discover the bank holding his um, finances had failed, meaning his entire fortune was lost. And the last man uh, suffered serious illness 
uh, for the rest of his life. Jesus. Um, the mummy still made its way back to London. And when it did, the man who had the mummy, um, three of his family members were involved in a serious car accident and his house burnt down after having this mummy. Um, after these things happened, obviously, he thought the mummy must be cursed. He gave it to a museum um, in which one of the night wardens died while on duty wow. um, in the same room as this mummy. Uh, people refused to go near it. So, yeah, the mummy's cursed. Um, there is no um, records of the mummy being on the ship, however, and a mummy has never been found aboard the ship. Um, it just goes off the tales that this man was telling that he had brought the mummy aboard. Why does it always have to be a bad curse? Because that's what a curse is. Oh, yeah, why can't it be like, why can't it bring good fortune? Because mummies, mummies are known for being cursed, that's like aren't they? Lucky thing though isn't it like, yeah uh, mummies aren't lucky they're known to be cursed so that people don't go near them, go near them. I suppose that makes sense yeah because I take but obviously these tomb. people have taken the mummy from its tomb that, and bought um, it that reminds back. me of like the exorcist curse have you heard of that one no what's that so basically um they're doing the movie for the exorcist oh um, yes I've they, seen this they dig up like something or something I don't know and it unlocks a curse I think about like um, six or seven people on making the movie died in mysterious ways. But the craziest one, was, the craziest one was uh, this pilot, his wife and his family, like um, drop him to work. He's a pilot, like he's taken off. And I think um, he crashes. And I think he crashes on the car that um, his wife and kids are in. So he kills. Oh my God. Um, he's just um, like a plane. I don't think there's any. Oh, all dead. Yeah, so they're all dead. Like, what are the chances of, like, I think they're still driving yeah. down the freeway as well. So he crashes into his family as well and kills them. Yeah, that's just too much of a coincidence, isn't it? Like, it's crazy, yeah. yeah. And obviously they it's say because be people like, like devils and that, it's like a, a curse. Yeah, I have actually seen that. Yeah. Um, there was loads of things around that film, though, when it's being made. Yeah, there's a good, um, yeah, there's a good uh, thing on Amazon Prime called, like, Cursed Films or something. Yeah, I've not watched it, but I have seen a trailer for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, for that about the yeah, curse. That was interesting, yeah. So, well, yeah. Pe people were apparently having heart attacks in the yeah. cinema watching it and stuff because it was so scary. Yeah, yeah. People, like, pregnant ladies, were like prematurely giving birth and shit like that. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. But no, I think it's I think it's strange when multiple bad things keep on happening yeah. for no reason. Like obviously with the exes, people were dying for no reason. The same with this cursed mummy apparently people were getting injured people were dying a man lost his entire fortune it just ruined everyone's lives yeah um but like i say there's actually no records of this cursed mummy being aboard the ship it's just tales that have been told so there's no proof for that one but i thought it was quite interesting that's really interesting yeah bad so maybe happen. a cursed mummy sank the ship perhaps yeah um the last one mm -hmm. that i've got it's not really a conspiracy theory but I stumbled across it and thought it was really interesting to um, include. So the sinking of the Titanic was actually predicted by a passenger. Mm -hmm. So in 1886, William Thomas Stead, a well-known newspaper editor and journalist, the same man who was rumoured to have bought the mummy aboard the oh. ship. <laughs> wow. Um, he wrote a short story called 
how the mail steamer went down in the mid-Atlantic by a survivor. Uh, so this story went on um, to say about a ship that collided with another vessel and sinks in the mid-Atlantic. A shortage of lifeboats aboard caused a massive loss of life, eerily similar to the sinking of the Titanic. Um, Stead finished his short story with the line, this is what might take place and will take place if liners are sent to sea short of lifeboats. And that's exactly what happened 26 years later when the Titanic sank. And this man, uh, William Thomas Stead, he actually went down with the ship and was never seen again. He should have known better than to get on it, really, shouldn't he? He should have. Yeah, he's written that 26 years before. Yeah. Exactly. But I thought that was just, that was an interesting one to finish on because uh, it was a bit of foreshadowing there. That's really interesting. By a man who died on the ship. Yeah. So, yeah. I like, they're all really good. I quite like them. Yeah, I think they're all like, there's an element of like, you can believe all of them. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I think um, I really like the second one of the uh, JP Morgan one. I think yes. it's really believable. Yeah, I think other than obviously like the mummy one, that one's a bit of a stupid one. Yeah. I think the Titanic being sunk as a as insurance fraud to claim on the insurance money, very believable. Um, like I say, if you look at pictures, um, you can Google it and see the side by sides of the Olympic and the Titanic, the differences between them, and you can see the shipwreck at the bottom of the ocean where it shows the letters MP to spell out Olympic. I think that's evidence. Yeah. I right. think I think the second one's the most believable because if he had shares in their competitor companies, yeah, he'd have made millions off of that. Well, the fact that he held a first-class ticket for a first-class suite on the maiden voyage and he decided not to travel for no reason—that's suspicious. Very it's too much of a coincidence, yeah. like it is. Like surely you try and sell your ticket or something, or get yeah. give it to someone. Very yeah. strange. You wouldn't just not travel yeah. just like that for no reason unless he knew something bad was going to happen mm. yeah. so yeah do we want to rate them yeah I'll, ra- I'll rate them all individually like i think um first one um first one was the um olymp it was the olympic one the olympic yeah i'd give that one um i'd give that one a three three and a half out of five but it's believable and i get that but i think still the second one for me is like i give a four out of five yeah what about you, yeah, I'd, I'd agree with Morgan with them. I think the second one is very, very believable. Yeah, because he's untouchable. He like he, he can do whatever. Yeah, and he could dig, like he could make it so cryptic and like to take so many turns in the way that yeah. he's done it. And he probably have really good lawyers as well. So. Yeah. Well, I think that for me, the first one about the Titanic switch with the Olympic for me that's the most believable. Um. Obviously, because I've seen the pictures and I've done so much research on it, I think there's too much evidence for that not to be real. Mm. So I would give that one a concrete five out of five. Yeah. But I think that one's super believable. Um, Would you go as far as to say you think that's actually what happened? I do, yeah. I do think that's what happened. I just think the only thing that's not backing it up for me is the fact that they sent the ship out with not enough lifeboats and they would willingly let all those people die. But then the cost, the money they'd get from it. And I suppose the people that died, they'd be, fir- what is it, first, second and third yeah. class? They'd be third class passengers that are dying. They wouldn't yeah. let the first class passengers the die. First class men. Oh, first class men. 
all the I think, all the first class men died of heart attacks. I think they were just cutting corners. You know what I mean? Like because uh, they yeah. were trying to spend they were spending money on like the luxury of it, and they just forgot about yeah vital. Well, I think one of the things I've just remembered that I actually um, had forgotten about is that apparently part of the first theory is that um, the Titanic or the Olympic was sent out to sea. It wasn't actually supposed to hit the iceberg, oh. but it accidentally hit the iceberg and that's what sank it. But oh, the ship okay. was supposed to be sunk anyway. Um, yeah. But that's why all those people oh, died. Oh, that makes sense. And the California was actually waiting to pick up the survivors of the sinking. Oh, yeah. okay. And listen to this, the California had no passengers. Do you know what was on board? Blankets. Mental loads and loads crazy. of blankets. It that had no mental. passengers. No, Why yeah, would I they think... send a whole liner out to sea with no passengers? That one definitely goes up to like a four and a half from that. Like. Yeah, yeah, there's also a five yeah. now. I don't know why I forgot to mention that. I've just remembered now the California was meant to pick up the survivors of the ship. However, the ship hit an iceberg and sank and the California, for some reason, missed the SOS. They missed the distress flares. And that's why um, all these people drowned and died. So they just so happened to take an empty California for a spin near the Titanic in the middle of the Atlantic with no passengers and blankets. Yeah, just blankets on board, no passengers. That's dodgy very dodgy yeah it's a lot to think about i'd give that a five yeah it's very believable and then if you google it and see um the pictures of the wreck at the bottom of the ocean with the words uh, with the letters mp and the side-by-side comparisons you'd believe it even more because it's crazy it's crazy i I think we definitely need to do um a part two of conspiracies because I think like just doing these, like I've just thought of even like more ones we could do. Like oh, definitely. Yeah, few, Everyone loves a conspiracy, don't they? And they're yeah. so interesting to research as well. It's fun to do. Yeah. So, what's the most like stupid ones you've ever heard of, Morgan? Like most stupid conspiracy theory. I think I heard the there's a pigeon one, isn't there? Of like pigeons are like spies for the government. They're surveillance. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. I think that's so stupid. Because it's the whole, have you ever seen a baby pigeon? Well, they do exist. They do. I just think people think they haven't seen baby pigeons because baby pigeons don't look like pigeons. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They don't look how you think they would look. But yeah, apparently pigeons are surveillance for the government. And apparently Elon Musk is an alien as well. That's the thing. And aren't like, isn't the queen like a lizard? Yeah, the queen could be a lizard apparently, which I don't think. I think that one is a bit far-fetched as well. Like, Have you watched that David Icke guy? Oh, he's mental. Yeah, he's crazy. He used to be credible a few years ago, though, but now I think he's just fell off the cliff completely and he's just spouting. He doesn't have a mobile phone or anything, does he? Because he's, he's just scared saying stuff like shock factor, I think. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of far-fetched ones. Yeah. A lot. But I think all the ones that we've covered, I think they do all have very believable elements. Yeah, yeah definitely. Very believable. Yeah, I think, so. I think we all need to say on uh, on the record as well that we have no suicidal thoughts and we are not <laughs> suicidal. <laughs> just in case. Just in case. I, think I mean, they... Morgan's probably the only one that has to worry because obviously JFK assassinated 1963. The Titanic sank in 1912. Yeah. Where is your one with the Cecil Hotel? That's very recent. You're messing with the Chinese government, mate. Yeah. You're bad at The triad are coming. <laughs> <laughs> the triads. <laughs> 
Anyway, yeah, we're going to wrap up there, but I think we'll definitely do a part two of Conspiracy. Yeah, yes. it's been a lot of fun. I look forward to yeah. it. Thank you for having us. Yeah, no, thank thanks you. For coming on. It's a pleasure. Cheers, mate. Cheers.